0: The last thing we were discussing was in our Mishnah, the person who walks into his backyard, he sees that a whole bunch of people are eating uh, figs and he said it's Asur and he found that one of them is his brother or his father. According to Bet Shammai, they are mutar. His father is Asur. but Hillel says they're both mutar. We brought a Mishnah later on uh, with a person who vowed not to eat meat and wine and we opened him up according to Hachamim only Shabbat and according to everything is allowed. And the Rabbah explained that according to everyone, if the vower didn't change the Nosah, the the wording of the of the uh, of the vow, then everyone is a surah except the father. The mahluk it is only if he changed the language of the vow. And according to Rabbah with Aleph, the Mahluketh is, if he added, if he would decide, cool, everyone is asur except except my father, do we go by the first thing he said, or do we go by the second thing he said? And we brought questions on Rabbah. Rabbah brought a question, and then Rabbah brought a question on Rabbah from the onions. And Rabbah with Aleph keeps on pushing back. So now we're on the third question on Rabbah. And with that, we're starting Kavav Bet, three lines from the bottom. Towards the end of the line where it says, So now Rabina is going to ask a question on Rabbah. We learned in the Brahta, Rabbi Omer Yeshne Mutar, Mitsato Asur. There are vows. that some a little bit is mutar, a little bit of his asur, ketzad, what are we talking about? Nadar if a person vowed that he's not going to have benefit from this basket full of figs. And inside of it was Benot Shuach, a type of uh, figs, some say it's better, worse, whatever. He likes these. And a person said, if I would have known that the Benot Shuach type of figs are inside this basket, I never would have vowed. The entire basket is Asur, but the Benot shuah are mutarot. Those type of figs are mutar. Until Rabbi Akiva came and taught. A vow that is partially mutar, the entire vow is mutar. Now, my love, aren't we talking about the Amar? The person said, I know this B'not Shurach type of figs are inside. I would have specified that the black figs, the white figs are asur and the B'not shuach are mutarot. And here he's changing the language of the vow that he originally said. Because originally he said everything is a sword. Now he's specifying. And that, that's a problem on Rabbah. Because he's the cha- changing the language. And We know it's Rabbi Akiva, right? Who said that if you change the language, it would be mutar. And how could you say Hachamim argue? You originally wanted to say that Hachamim and Rabbi don't argue when you change the language. So Rabba again pushes back. No, no, we're talking about over here, bi where the vower said, If I would known that, that the B'not shuah are inside, I, I would have said, I would have said the same language, that the entire basket is Asur, and the B'not shuah the inside of it is Mutar. So here I'm just adding on to it. And this is the Machloket between Bet uh, Shema and Beit Hillel do we hold that could be like, my ear at and shon or do we hold that could be like, your seed do we go by the second thing and now this uh fits in perfectly with me so the gemara asked another question who's the following tana of the following uh if a person from five people at the same time if he was mutar to one then he's mutar to the rest of them but, but if he said that everyone is Asur except for one, then Then that person himself is Mutar, everyone else is Asur. So now, if we're going to go according to rabba, who said that if you change the language, then if it's partially permitted, then the whole thing is permitted, then you could say Resha, the first part, is Rabbi and that's why everyone is mutar. And the sefa and the sefa, where one of them is uh, is mutar and everyone else is asur, you could say that's the vreha call. It's according to everyone because it uh, didn't argue about that as long as you didn't change the language. Now, ila rabbah, but if you're going according to rabbah, where if he didn't change the language, there's no mahlokit, then you have to say opposite sefa, the second part, it goes according to rabanan. They go by the first thing that the person said, and he said that uh, this one's mutar, everyone else is asul. vereshan and there's the first part where everyone's mutar. That could go according to everyone. meaning since he's changing the language totally, then everyone is holds it's mutar, and everyone is mutar. And now we could fit in that brayta that the person valid from five people according to everyone. Next mishnah, nidre onasin. Vows that were taken or they were said out of you know, out of control situation or by force or beyond circumstance. what exactly are we talking about? So Nidreo Anasin. A friend said, you have to eat by me. If you don't eat by me, I vow that everything is a surah to you. If you don't eat by me, and the person said, yes, I'm coming. And then all of a sudden, he became sick. His son got sick and take care of him. Or the river is passing through and he can't cross it. It's blocking him from going. All these are vows that were done out of control. There's a beyond circumstance. You don't even need to come to the rabbi to do hatara and darim and uh, the Rosh explains even though this is something in your heart and uh, something in your heart uh, you, you, it's not explicit and with Nedarim you have to be explicit this is like as if it's explicit because uh, we know what this person is meaning he wants to come just uh, out, of, out of control situation you can come therefore it's not even a vow and the G'mon starts a person came to Betin he had some sort of case with someone else and he brought a file to Betin this is all his uh, proofs all the paperwork and he said to them if i don't come back within thirty days then we're going to cancel out all my proofs, all the paperwork, throw it out the, the window. And the nun explains, we're, we're talking about a situation where a person asked for 30 days to extend the case. And the uh, Beit was worried that he wasn't going to come back or he was just uh, taking them on a merry-go-round. He was driving them crazy and he wasn't being honest. He just needs more time. And therefore he said, all my proofs should uh, go out of the garbage if, uh, if I don't come back in 30 days with more proof. And for something out of his control happened, and he didn't come after 30 days. So Amar Avuna, but said, we throw everything out the window, meaning all this proof uh, has been canceled out. Amar but said, why? Anus, So he's an anus, and when someone is forced or there's something beyond his control, meaning it's not his fault. Nothing happens to the na'ara. If a girl was forced, it's not her fault. She shouldn't get punished. If you want to say there's a difference between money and murder, and if you but didn't we learn Nidre uh, a person who made a vow and things happened beyond his control? Hedi Rocha ve his friend told him, you have to come eat by me. and then he got sick, or Shalabino, or his son got sick, or the river stopped him from coming. All these are nidreonasin, And therefore the, the vow doesn't start and it's okay. He doesn't even need that. And the Ron explains that the reason Rav Huna didn't respond because he felt once you gave that paperwork to the Betin and then you told them this, you should have m- completed the, the condition and told them, listen, unless something uh, beyond my control happens, you should have uh, just made a disclaimer, but you didn't, so it's your fault. That's uh, the, sort of the machloka, the didn't even have to respond to that. Now, the question on Rabbah is as follows Rabbah, why is this case over here that's an honest Why is it any different than the case by a get, where a person gave a woman a get and he told her, This is your get from now. It, Takes effect now. If I don't come back within the next twelve months, um, he dies six months later within the twelve months. How does get? This is a get. How could you call it a get? The reason he didn't come is He was by by force. It was an act of God. The man passed away, and uh, why should he count as a get? So the like, explains. Maybe over there is different when it comes to death. Because if he wouldn't have known that he was going to die, I mean, he would have given her the get if right away. Because the whole reason he's doing this is so she's not stuck. So, meaning he's making the get counts from now, so she's not stuck if he doesn't show up within 12 months. So same sort of idea. If he passes away, that part of the idea, and therefore it was in his mindset, and that's why it's a get. But when giving his proofs, his files to Beit in it's different. So the Gemara asks a different question on Rabbah. Why is this any different than a man who gave his wife a get And he told her, I don't come in the next 30 days, it's a get. And what happened? Atai came and Upaske ma'abirah. And all of a river, it was in between him and the, the city. And Amal, when he was told people on the other side of the river, look, I came, look, I came. And Shmuel said, that's not called coming. Now Amai, why is that not coming? It's the guys in Anus, let it count. Yeah, Dilma maybe something like this, an onus like this that was so revealed and everyone know it was going to happen. Um river is something that is known and that uh, and that onus is is uncovered and he should have known about something like this, and he should have made a condition that uh, if I come within 30 days, unless something crazy happens, you should have just added that line, unless something out of control happens, but you didn't. So something like this is out of control, you should have added this. And the fact that you didn't, that's the reason Shmuel holds it's a get. But maybe over here with Betin is different. Things weren't known that this was going to happen or this might happen, and therefore it should count. And he could still use his uh, files, his proofs. So now the turns around and asks, oh, Ravuna. Ravuna said the person who gave his stuff to Betin and he didn't come back within, within 30 days, he lost everything. Um, why? It's an asmachta. An asmachta is when you're relying on something that you didn't expect. Um, over here, you're relying on something, you're going to come back in 30 days, then all of a sudden you didn't show up for whatever reason. We call that an asmahta and we know the famous rule of Asmakhta, Lokanya, and asmahta is not Kone, it doesn't work. We know this is a sugya all over Shas. So how could you say he lost everything over here? Over here, he was just talking. He was probably being sarcastic or exaggerated or he was expecting to be here so much that he never put in his brain that he wasn't going to show up, and should not be Kone, and they have to give him back his proofs. So the G'mah explains, no, Shania over here is different than Mitavsan Zechutan They're holding on to his Zechuyot, meaning once you gave it to Beit Din, you said it's not a smachta anymore. Now you're already across the line and now you gave them all the power. And that's already past the, the, the halacha of the smachta. So the G'mah asks, Vehecha demitavsin la vasmachtai? And you want to tell me that whenever the other side is holding on, to something it's not as anymore. but we learned in, in the Mishnah, a person paid back some of his loan but he told meaning while he was uh, paying back he said listen I'm going to give you back some of the money right now but that contract I don't want it to stay by you because then you're just going to make me pay one more time I want you to give it to a third party so they gave it to a third party but the borrower also said Finish the payment within thirty days. Ten losh Taro give him back his document, and now he could uh, use it again. And uh, the Ran over here explains, and the Rishonim explained that it's not. We're saying that the, the payment wasn't the payment, and you could just you have to pay the whole thing all over again. No, we're just saying that the money that he originally gave wasn't as payment. It was for something else. It was a gift, for example, and now he has to pay all over again. This is the way the, the Ran, Ashbar, back, all explain it. We're going to see in a second that the, the, the Rambam argues. Now, Higia Azman Velonatan, let's say the time came and he didn't uh, give him the rest of the money. Yitenu Rabbi Yossi says, "Well, he has to give the the creditor his uh, document back, and now he has to pay the whole thing because Asmaqtah <laughs> is kone According to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Do not give it to him because we all know Asmaqtah is not kone. The Amar of Bar Abuha Amar that in Halacha Kirbiyosid, Halacha's not a the Amar Asmachta Kanyah. We don't hold a Kirbiyosi who held Asmachta Kanyah, rather, we hold a Kirbiyuda who held Asmachta lokanya. Now, the, the most important part is that we're asking Ravuna, and Ravuna's rabbi is Rav, and Rav said, and ought, the Halacha's not a rather, like a Kirbiyuda, and that Asmachta is not kone, and Ravuna is not going to argue on his rabbi. So the G'mah explains, Shaniyachov, here is different, De'amar, libatelan when a per, Over here, in the case of Ravuna, the reason Ravuna felt that the betin can keep the stuff is because the person said, I am canceling out everything. And here, the, 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 per, the borrower himself, the person who's paying, the, he's admitting to all this on his own, and it's not because of an Asmachta, it's because of his own admission he's more forgoing the money he gave he's forgoing everything that happened and it's an admission not an asmachta. and this is the way the Ran explains the so like rashin Baba itziah that asmachta lo it doesn't make a difference whether you plan on giving something whether you're forgoing something the only reason it works here is because it's an admission You're admitting the other side is right in this case, and that's why you have to pay. That's the way the Ran explains it, the the, the Rashi explains it that way, Uh, the Rosh, the Tosfat, they all explain it this way. The Rambam, however, he argues and he holds that when we say Asmakhtah does not work, that's only when one party says he's going to give something to his friend, but when he comes to forgiving or forgoing something, then Asmakhtah works. So you could explain over here, according to the Rambam, that he just uh, foregoed things and that's allowed. Either way, the Gemah in Zofi, Halakha Vema says, Asmachta is Kanya, it is Kone, which goes against everything we learned all over Shas. So therefore the Rosh says it has to be only uh, like our sugya. The case where a person is leaving his files in Betin. And again, it's vihude and that's only if there was no honest then nothing uh, out of control happened. And also kanumi kanumine, also there had to be uh, some sort of kinyan When they did it, they had to pick up a uh, handkerchief, uh, that, do something like that. And also it also had to be done by hashuv, has to be done in a real hashuv of Betin, and they have the power to take money out of the person. And the reef in Babata explains also, this is only in this type of case, not in a regular general case. Only when you gave your stuff to Betin, the Reef brings in the name of Rav HaI Gaon. And this fam- the famous ran over there who explains the Reef that it depends if the person is making a, a condition on his own or not. Very good, are look into that sugiah of when uh, when is it not konen. but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen, v'amen.